Hello, my name is Farah Voltaire. Welcome to the Butterfly Diaries podcast, where with every episode, you can come closer to unraveling the best version of yourself with fun, dynamic conversation. Let's go on this journey together. When you're young, you, or when I was young, I thought that success was all I needed. That's what was going to bring the happiness. Buying my mom a house, uh, being the fame, the accolades, having people say, yo, you are the best in the game. I thought those would be the things that would bring happiness. And then when those things came, the, the happiness wasn't there. And I, I realized why that was. There was, a, there was such an attempt to achieve these things and to keep going that you lose sight of the people and the, the blessings that you have around you. You're so focused on the next success, the next step in your career, the next check, whatever it is, and you forget the fact that you have these these things that seem small um, if you're looking that way. But if you look this way, you realize they're the only thing that matters. And that's your mother, that's your family, that's love. And that's what that song is about. I love yours. Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Farrah Voltaire. If this is your first time seeing my face, hello, welcome to to my YouTube page. If this is your first time listening to me on my podcast platform, hello, welcome to the family. So today I'm here with a cool friend of mine, but before we get to him, I'm going to go ahead and ask you guys, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe on YouTube. And don't forget to rate, like, comment on my podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us at the Butterfly Diaries podcast, okay, on Instagram. That's where you get all your updates. So now to my guests. All right. So here I am here today with Indigo Keys. <laughs> What's going all on? right, all right. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, your handles, all that good stuff. Um, Indigo Keys on all platforms, all streaming platforms, all social platforms. Indigo Keys. Awesome, awesome. And what do you do? I make music. You make music. I make music. He makes music, y'all. He's a rapper, and he's a good friend of mine. We met um, about what, a year ago, year year and a half Sounds ago. About right. Yeah, and we um, I, don't know, I guess that's kind of what kind of got us to talking and stuff was like the fact that you did music and I was like oh I rap a little bit (laughs) y'all I was like I rap a little bit and he was like okay and then we just started talking music and I think that's kind of like our our our, friendship began yes definitely big J. Cole fan you are yes yes definitely J. Cole for all you butterflies who know me yes (laughs) I'm a huge J. Cole fan and I think that's a lot especially when um uh, his album dropped. We were like going crazy, like over yeah, the whole thing. Definitely. So that was a lot of fun. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you, who is Indigo Keys? Who is Indigo Keys? Um, Indigo Keys is somebody that loves music, loves his family. Okay. You know, um, loves to be creative. Okay. You know, <laughs> I think always find trying to find myself like everybody else. Right. You know, constant layers you dig through and, mm-hmm. you know, just figuring out who you are and what your purpose is. Okay. Who is he as an artist? Um, Somebody that definitely understands emotion, I would say. Because when I write, I can write in the, like, from a female perspective. Mm-hmm. I can write from a male's perspective, like, just 
you know, emotion wise. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, that's really my my go to for making music and just understanding mm -hmm. people and feelings and. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, what inspired you to like do rap? Like, why rap music? And what inspired you to become a rapper? Um, when I was younger, my mom. My mom would play like a lot of Mary J. Blige, a lot of Wu Tang. Mm. And like it was just, I loved it. She was singing the house all the time. And that like really just, once I started getting older and digging and I started getting into like, you know, old stuff, the four tops and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it just, it really is just a part of me and I really love it. And just being creative. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. creative part is just. So a lot of the music that you grew up listening to that kind of like pushed you to try to do music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So who would, if we're talking like old school music and stuff, who would be like your top three? Old school, what genre? What genre? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Old school, like R&B. R&B and definitely Queen Mary's at the top for me. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Mary. Mary. Um... <laughs> Who else? Hmm. I don't know. It's a hard one. We got Mary J. Blige. Mm hmm Okay. Hmm. Tough act to follow, y'all. <laughs> tough act. Um, yeah, it really is, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's tough act to follow. Um, it's, it's so many. I, There's I so can't, many. I can't, I can't think How about one. rappers? We know J. Cole's one. One definitely, of them. Not number one, but one of them. I definitely love Cole. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Kendrick. Um, back in the day, definitely Wu-Tang. Right. Um, Jay-Z. People like Outkast. Yes. Like, oh, super, super I swear, creative. like, people really don't realize how amazing Outkast was or continues to be yeah. because they like their legacy is insane. Yeah. Um, Outkast is amazing. It's an amazing. And, and just creatively, like, yeah. they, were, they were like nobody else. Right. Like, when we were watching, like, videos back then and stuff, like, their videos were always different. Oh, speaking of that, Missy. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Missy. Oh, Icon. Missy. Jeez. And um, Ludacris, too. Yeah. When Ludacris yeah. came out, I was like, I don't know how old I was, but I had the braids. Yeah, yeah. Light skin, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm definitely thinking I'm Luda. And then, like, his videos is like Missy's where they're, like, really yeah. creative and mm -hmm. he's coming in with big arms and stuff. Yeah. Like, it, show, it showed me that, like, everything with rap music didn't have to be, like, gangster or right. this genre or that like you could just be yourself and have fun with it right and add your own little flow to your own style and just right. be yourself I like that yeah definitely um, one thing about one thing I love about Outkast especially when they drop Idlewild I was like okay that right there Morris all, Brown I, I forgot all about that with the, with the movie yes yeah. <laughs> that's a good movie too I, re good I, re movie. I really like that movie it is a good movie and then they dropped Morris Brown music video and that was what got me like really into like, them okay. like the, the talking walls like and everything like yeah, I was like yeah, oh my yeah. gosh that was so ahead of their time so ahead yeah. of their time you know who reminds me of them now mm -hmm. um Earth Gang that's yes. Ty Nicole yes they really yes. get me um Outcast vibes. Definitely Earth Gang. Oh my gosh. They're on a whole nother level. Super They're crazy. on a whole nother level right now. If you guys don't know who Earth Gang is, you have to check them out. I think they just dropped them an album called Ghetto Gods. Yeah. We're not sponsored, but <laughs> 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 but you need to go check out Ghetto Gods. It's fire. It's fire. How did your um experience shape you as a person today? Any of your like experiences? You can even um, give an example if you feel comfortable. 
Was it transparent here? <laughs> my uh, my experience is how did it shape me as a person? Yeah. Today. Um, I think just going through the normal stuff, people go through ups and downs, and like, you know, experience certain things. I don't know where everybody grew up, but where I grew up was pretty pretty rough. And you know, when you see these things, it's like you either have one or two kind of mentalities. Like you're either gonna be in for it, and that's who you're gonna become, mm-hmm. or you're gonna like push for more or want more for yourself and that kind of being from where I'm from and you know just the environment always pushed me to like want more for myself right and like I never I always felt like I didn't belong there like Mm -hmm. like I need to get out of here I need to do more and honestly just growing up and going through the tough times and falling and having to dust yourself off and you know, you question a lot of things. Yeah. You question yeah. everything. And why me? Why do I got to deal with this? Why? You know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. And I feel like you can either look at things one or two ways, like half full or half empty. Mm-hmm. And it's really dependent on that because I feel like my personality and my attitude towards things, I never let anything like completely just destroy me or like anything I've gone through. I've learned something from it to be right. able to build myself and be a better person. I think so you've like, always uh, had a, a positive outlook on things. I've tried. You tried to have a positive yeah, absolutely. but you always forward thought. Absolutely. Like I'm going to make something out of this. Yes. Instead of me just letting it become my reality, I'm going to create something out of it. For sure. Okay. That's awesome. So um in a in a do you have an experience where you had to put that in your mind like heavily to get out of it? Like for example, like a like a bad experience where you had to like push yourself forward out of like mentally Um, and be like, no, I have to like get out of this. I gotta be better than this. Yeah. I mean, I know most people or not most people, but a good amount of people probably go through stuff like depression and Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I've dealt with that and having to like, you know, pick yourself up. Like, don't, don't stay sunken down in this. Yeah. Like, you know, get up, man. That's yourself. Yeah. You got this. And I think too, it's it's always, you know, when you're in those moments, it's always somebody that's doing worse than you. Right. It's always somebody going through something harder than, yeah, than what Mm -hmm. you're going through. So I you always, you know, just look at those things. Okay. Okay. So you try to encourage yourself at times and push yourself out of those places. Absolutely. I know in one of your songs I was listening to, you're saying something about, um, just being depressed and being in a, in a down down space, but also finding that that momentum to get out of that as well. Yeah. Um, do you feel like as um, do you feel like as a like a male creative, especially like in the in the in the black state black space right? Um, black space, not black face. <laughs> let's the, clear that up. Let's clear that up. I said black space, folks. Nah, my right. my lips, okay. <laughs> but in the black creative space. Do you feel like as a male, it's hard to kind of express your emotions in a way? Do you feel like it's going to kind of be shut down? I think I think it kind of is mm-hmm. only because, you know, again, like the places we come from and grow up in, they don't really like that, that's soft or that's right. weak or, you know, why are you why are you talking about that? Mm-hmm. Like people don't want to speak on those things. Yeah. And I think um, I think it's good to to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you're not you're not a real man if oh macho macho everything's right. all tough all the time. Right. But like you get sad. Like mm-hmm. if your girlfriend leaves you, you're crying. You're right. in the house right. like, oh, I don't care. No, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh-huh, man, you sad. You right. in there listening to Neo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, man. That. So it's okay to feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, and, cool. And I like to try to touch on all those aspects. Mm-hmm. And I think it helped me, too, with, like, being able to write even from a woman's perspective because I right. grew up around women my whole life and seeing my aunts go through stuff and like, oh, right. he did what, girl? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We grew up with all of them. Oh, my nephews, there. I'm sorry, y'all. Right, right. <laughs> I'm putting them through it. <laughs> Telling you. It might, it might, it might them have helped it. them in the long yeah, run. Yeah, hopefully. Long run. I hope it does. Cause... Because I think now, like, my relationship <laughs> With women is like mm. so easy for me because I grew up around all women yeah. my whole life, so it's like yeah, you can relate, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I'm with you, ladies. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So the reason why I ask that is because a lot of men, especially men that I, um, there's a lot of men that I'm surrounded by, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard. It's hard to get them out of their kind of like their emotional state like they'll like to keep that wall and that that guard up like nah i got it i'm good i'm good and i'm like no you don't and it's okay to cry right because you're human but you know we kind of like brought up like that not to Mm -hmm. not to cry not to show your emotion not to i definitely i definitely understand i know it it's it's tough um like my nephews for example um they stayed with their father for a bit and um when they came back, it was like they didn't have any emotions. Like they weren't like showing any emotion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm good. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you're clearly <laughs> not good. I see the cup spilling <laughs> Yeah, over. like you, your on? eyes are swelling up with tears and you're telling me you're good and it's okay to feel. And mm-hmm. I kind of had to break them out of that mindset of like holding in their emotions again. Because before I got them in a space of talking about how they feel. Um, but, you know, living with their dad, he's a macho man. He's just like, no, you know, you got to suck it up. You know, you're a man. And it's like, well, but he's human, too. So yeah. I want you to feel. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that's where people um, where people do spill over because you're yeah. owing so much in mm-hmm. that and you're not telling anybody nothing. So then by you get that last little drop and boom. Right. You know, it's like right. you explode because you're owing all that stuff in. Exactly. So I'm worried about for some folk is that they're going to hold it in until it's too late and then they explode and that's it like dang what happened to so-and-so well they weren't talking <laughs> and now they're upset now they're mad at the whole world and they don't want anyone to help so it's like you know it takes time i i'm glad you said that you guys okay butterflies my male butterflies see i'm not just saying it to say it. here is a male right here saying it you can feel it's yes. safe it's okay to be human Definitely. See? All right. I'm just talking. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you could describe yourself in five words, what would it be? Um, strong. All right. Uh, goofy. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind. Creative and understandable. Understandable. Not ding. No. Understandable. Understand. One of the understandings. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Something. Something. Understand something. Understandable or understanding? Understandable. Explain. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yes. No, I think you're right. Understanding. Understanding. Right. Okay. I, I can understand and mm-hmm. 
circumstance or situation or okay. you know yes. like I, I can get with anybody like it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what walk of life you're from or what you into you listen to hard rock all day I sit yeah. there I rock out with you <laughs> fire fire you ain't good your birthday March 5th that's why Pisces. We're Pisces. Come on We're now. both Pisces. Come on now. We're like perfect. <laughs> Hold on. When was your birthday? You're on February 22nd. See, we're Pisces. Come on that's now. probably why we... Come on. This, this why is why crazy. I'm telling you. This is crazy. I'm telling you. That's why we, why we vibe so well. Yeah, from day one, <laughs> Yes, too. from day one. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. Okay, because we're both Pisces. Definitely creative and kind and definitely understanding of other people's... Imp- we're empathetic. That's the word I was there, looking there for. You go. Empathetic. There you go. Now, now we're using there, some words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely empathetic and caring and giving. And yes, I definitely get all those vibes from you. Um, I have. I I think that one of the things that um, a lot of creatives, just creatives in general, in the creative space, we have to deal with is like when we pour out. <laughs> we're pouring out so much, we lose part of ourselves, mm. and we um we tend to just like get drained and tired and exhausted. Do you yeah. have those moments of where like oh. you get drained and tired? Oh man, let, and, let, like, me, exhausted. let me pull out the book because I got a long <laughs> list for you. Uh, people that just, yeah, because yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right, like how we are, we pour into people and mm-hmm. we're, that's just, I don't know why, but that's just, just how, how we are. It is. It's how it is. But it does get, you know, you have those moments where you're like, well, what about me? Yeah. Who gonna pour into me? Don't who gonna pour into me? Yeah. You get burned out. My my bottle empty. Everybody yeah. else drinking. I'm sitting here thirsty. Like, <laughs> like, help me. Hi. <laughs> Someone, anybody. No, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's okay too. But it's it's also I was just telling them last the last episode, I was explaining that it's okay to be tired, it's okay to feel exhausted, but you have to find a way to replenish yourself, to renew mm-hmm. yourself, to find um just a way to like just not be so tired all the time. I think too a good thing would be to like know too you don't always have to mm-hmm. you know cater to people or help or some sometimes save a little bit save a little bit for yourself sometimes. It's hard butterflies. It's hard. It it is because just in our nature that's how we are. Yeah. We're going to help you call me yeah. or I got you what you need or whatever the case is but I had to learn too. Sometimes you need to save a little bit for yourself. Right. Because then when you are looking around for something like who's going to pour into me, ain't nobody, ain't you nobody know. There. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or they ain't giving you what you need. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're trying, but you know, they don't really know. Facts, facts. I was telling my sister that too. I was like, well, this person needs me to give them. I only have $50 in my account and they want $50. And I'm like, I can't give you $50. Cause that's all I have. Right. If I give you everything I have, I'm gonna be left with nothing. I can give you 25. Right. And leave myself with 25. That way, I have see, something to see give out. Too. Do you start to like look at the people that you're helping, or like mm-hmm. the people around you? Because then it's like, well, how much do you care about me if if you're I asking got, for if all I, I got? got right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I only got 50. You talk about no, I need 50. I'm like, all right, but I don't need to eat her. Yeah, don't care about me at all. Let's not worry about these gas. So we're talking about circling tribe at that point. Who who are you surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with? For sure. And are they giving as much as you are as much as they are getting? Right. Oh, that's Mm. a word right there. Are they Mm. giving as much as they are getting from you? And you know, vice versa. So, oh, that's powerful right there. I feel like a lot of people tend to like um, just take advantage of it too. Like, yeah, that's the biggest like. And that and that's where 
nice keys go away because I'm mm. like, all right, listen now, you just mm-hmm. you I open the door, you just keep coming in, you just taking everything <laughs> out. Like, that's like when you was a kid at Halloween, they tell you get one piece of candy, and you just <laughs> grabbing, right you just grabbing. Like, hold on now, wait, <laughs> save some for somebody else. <laughs> You know, I think um, it's cool, though. It's cool to be an empathetic person, a giving person, understanding person, a loving person. But once again, like he said, be mindful of how much you're giving out. Be mindful of how much you have to give because mm. sometimes you're burnt out and you're trying to get from a place of burnt, just burnt. And you can't. You can't pour from an empty cup. There ain't nothing in there. Right. So why are you trying to pour from there? <laughs> or why are you trying to create in that space? Oh, you dropping bars on him. I'm just, you know, I'm just. I'm just something like. I'm just something like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, so just, yeah. yeah she's filling your cup right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yes, of course. So, you know, don't don't kill yourself trying to please everybody else. Mm-hmm. Don't kill yourself trying to please everybody else. Um, oh, going into that space, since we're in that area, is music your therapy? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And anybody that like listens to my music, you definitely can tell because there's I, like some of my friends get mad because you never know what you're going to get from me. Mm-hmm. Like you can get I, like I'll play something for you later. I got I just made a rock song. OK. For Fire, like pop. You like, serious? Pop, pop, rock. <laughs> and, it's, and it's dope. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but it's because like, you know, if, if, if I go through heartbreak, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing I'm going to do. To where, you know, some people will go to somebody and talk about it. Or the first thing I'm going to do is start writing. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. You just take it yeah, as. That is my. Yeah. Okay. That is my therapy. Or if I go, whatever I go through, I'm definitely going to start writing about it. That's awesome. Good or bad. It, it just helps you. Mm-hmm. And then two, it's something about music. Like your music is going to hit you differently than it hits other people because you understand your words and what you meant. With every line, you know mm-hmm. exactly what you was feeling or what you meant by what you were saying. So mm-hmm. it's definitely therapeutic. It's like you're drawing your own little, yeah, your own little, your own little picture of what happened mm-hmm. in words. In words. In words. I, That's I like nice. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm trying that. Poetic justice. Let's go. Okay. All right, but no, I feel you because I write poetry. And when I write my poetry, it's definitely in the emotion. Like, I can't mm-hmm. just write, like, off my dome. Like, um, I just started to started my TikTok. And y'all don't follow my TikTok because it's horrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> I tried to keep it straight. I, know, I was like, <laughs> it's horrible. I'm getting it together, though. I'm getting we work, it together. We're we working, working on it. We're working on it. But I did start doing this thing called Poetry Time. And it's kind of me kind of speaking spoken word off my dome and just kind of like just talking. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's probably the only time you'll, ooh, that's probably the only time you'll hear me kind of freestyle like a poem off the top of my head. But if I write my poetry, most of it is coming out of an emotion in that moment. Right. Right. And I write my, I feel like I write my best when I'm in the emotion. Absolutely. Do you feel like that? No, definitely. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you sit on things or like you'll let it go for a day or two mm-hmm. and then you like. They don't feel the same. They, yeah. They don't feel the same. Yeah, like you're not, it's not hitting the same. The words aren't. Yeah. Sometimes as, I write something and like yeah. I'll leave it for like a week or two and come back to it and I'm like, I ain't feeling none of this. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, let me start over. <laughs> start over. Oh man, at work, like I'll be at the desk and I'll just be like, in the emotion, I'll grab a piece of paper and I'll just start writing it on a sticky note or something, like so I could take it home yeah. later. Oh my god, I, I do that so much. Yeah, it's so annoying, so bad, like so bad. 
You remember Miss April? Like, April. Yeah. Like, she be walking by the desk, like, girl, you got like 50,000. <laughs> you got like 50,000. <laughs> sticky notes everywhere. Your desk. You need a notebook. <laughs> you need to stop carrying oh a notebook. Oh my God. She keeps it going. Are, are you going to, um like, with your TikTok, are you going to be doing like, just like a poetry themed type of thing? Or is it going to be like a little bit of this, a little bit of that? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of this. Little little bit of this because that. I like the poetry idea. I'm, I haven't like really seen anybody that's like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just do, doing doing they, doing they poems on. On oh, TikTok, okay. Yeah. Well, you might, just, you just, might be on the song. You might be pending. A bat and pending. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, dude told me that a couple of days ago. I just been saying it to everything. Bat and pending. You gotta right, put it. Right. You gotta put it on there. It's a trademark. All right. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't gonna be getting money. <laughs> but uh, let's see. So okay. When you're not creative, yes. um, do you feel inadequate at times? Like you don't do you feel like you're not like, like fulfilling move, fulfilling anything? You feel like you're stagnant? Um, no, actually. Um <laughs> Well, one, let me be honest. Mm-hmm. I write every day. Okay. So it's hard. That's good. It's hard. That's good. <laughs> it's hard for me, but when I don't like you because you know you get writer's block sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't feel like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But when I don't write or I'm not creating I actually, it gives me time to soak in whatever mm. is going on around me. Mm, okay, okay. So it's because you know, because like, like of... how you were saying, like writing in that moment and getting it out right then and there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's good to sit on things mm-hmm. and like just really get a good understanding of mm. whatever you're dealing with or whatever's going on around you, okay. especially like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot going on in this exactly. world. Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh. Too much to talk about. Too, way too much. Too much to talk about. Too much to talk about. Like when um I wanna like a, an intense moment in history, I think for me, was when the Black Lives Matter movement was happening. Mm-hmm. And just because of like just like how everything was going on. And I took African American humanities when I was in college and I'm still in college, but when I was <laughs> taking my first degree. Um, and one Stunt. thing, <laughs> stop playing. My first, my first degree. Black girl magic. Okay, I'm black girl magic a little bit. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> when I was getting my first degree, um, I was taking this class, and he was telling us like when major things in history were taking place, like the civil rights movement and stuff like that. When things like that was happening, art, <clears throat> music, pay attention to those things around huge historical events because that's what's gonna one either drive the movement or push the movement or um make it like give it its power like give more power to it which mm-hmm. is like the art the music so <clears throat> learning that in history i was like during the black uh, black lives uh, black lives matter movement and everything <clears throat> i realized a lot of music was dropping then mm-hmm. you got a lot of artists that were just thriving then so there was like a mini renaissance yeah. of just creativity yeah there yeah. was just like a huge first of creativity around that time and since then it's been ongoing just going yeah yeah. it's been ongoing and i'm like wow like the same thing happened back with the harlem renaissance Mm -hmm. um when they did the great migration all these people were up there and they had all these emotions all there's just so much going on regarding this time regarding that time and you had a a big boost in creativity you got jazz music you got poets you got blues all of this stuff just blew up a whole bunch of art just blew up at that time and the same thing happened during the Black Lives Matter movement and um, I wonder if anybody else has noticed that yeah if you have please comment yeah definitely because that that is you know it was 
You're right. It, yeah. it was a big burst of music mm-hmm. during uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Just and a lot art. of um, a lot of black business mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've been noticing like every like ever we since then. We've been on a power trip. Yeah, no I'm telling you, <laughs> telling you, taking over the world, taking over the world. But it's is it was a huge, huge burst of like just art and creativity. And um, I remember writing a poem at that time because I was like, I was personally conflicted at that time um, because I'm in church and then the church has its narrative mm-hmm. of what's going on. And then the world has its narrative of what's going on. And then I'm also black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm Haitian American and I'm in America. And that's another whole thing. It's like, is this even my fight? Because my culture isn't even black American, it's Haitian American. So mm-hmm. I'm being raised by Haitian immigrants. That's what I know. I don't really know black culture like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what I've learned, what I've seen around my friends and stuff like that. Of course, I live it. It's my it's also my culture. Right. So that tug and war, too. That's so, um, of course, the church's standpoint was all lives matter. Um, and, you know, you really can't speak on this. But it's my experience. I, I can and I should. Mm-hmm. But what do I do to not offend the church and not offend my friends, too? Right? Mm-hmm. How do I meet in that middle ground area? It was so. It was such a battle, y'all. It was such a battle. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. yeah I can it was it. such a battle, and so I wrote this poem about it, and I wrote it in that emotion. Mm-hmm. And I remember posting it, and I had people from church, and I had people who were just my regular like Black American friends and stuff, and they're like, "Wow, like this is so powerful. Like we didn't see it from this perspective." And I wrote it in a way where I was like, "What am I going to tell my kids? I did." Mm-hmm. What am I going to tell my kids? Because forget how you feel. Forget forget how y'all feel. What am I going to tell my children when they're taking these classes and they're learning about what happened now? And they're like, Mom, you were around. What happened? What did you do? Then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, bet. That's what I'm going to write from. Oh, what am I going to tell my kids I did? Yeah. yeah I, That's yeah. dope. So. That's dope. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because so. I wonder how many people besides you that were feeling like that like mm-hmm. you know one side you got your religion or your mm-hmm. church there or whatever's going on then you know you got the world on the other end of it like yeah. just pulling you know, yeah how do i feel how do i feel and what, how what, what, what do i think what would i tell my kids because at the end of the day it's all for me y'all already know how i feel about everything y'all just, if you've been listening this far um thank you yeah <laughs> But if you've been listening this far, you're kind of already on my standpoint on my on how I want my kid. Like I want it to be a legacy kind of thing. So definitely when my kids look back and say, well, my mom did this. And like she set these stones in place for us. And like it's a for legacy sure. mindset. So I don't want to just live my life kind of in the kind of way. I want to live my life with a purpose so that when my kids come up, they're like, mom did this intentionally. So we have to follow in those kind of mm-hmm. footsteps kind of way. But Going off track a little bit. <laughs> Going off track a little just, bit. Just catching up. But, yeah, just catching up. Just get back to what I was saying. I said all that to say, um, as a creative, it it the world does influence how we work and how we move and how and what we write about and how heavy it is. Because you were saying that it's a lot going on and you yeah. absorb in what's going on. So that was my little example on what how I absorb the, yeah, the Black Lives Movement. Right. And so. It's true. Like as a creative, you have to learn how to take take a step back and kind of just look around. It's mm. like, what? <laughs> so just, just see what's going what's on going around. On? You. Yeah, what's going on? And really sit down and just write and do mm. your thing. So yeah, butterflies get. <laughs> that was my little take on that. <laughs> so what is currently? What are you battling internally? 
That's a little wild card. Um, what am I battling internally right now? Hmm. Maybe like, I would say like, making music for the reason of just loving to do it and mm -hmm. then making music because I want success and money from it. Oh, talk on it. So, so talk on both sides. So so of course everybody wants money. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, were famous or, you know, just made a good amount of money off of music, you can take care of your family and all those things and you know, stuff like that. But two, I'm like, a lot of people don't make it. Mm. And are you are you still gonna be happy with that if you don't? Mm. 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 You know, and I yeah. notice a lot of my peers and like people I make music with their main driving focus is money. is money. Yeah. And wow. like, and oh, they want to be on TV or whatever mm -hmm. your, that dream is of yours. And to where me, I'm like, of course I want all those things. But at the same time, if it never happened, I, did, I don't care because I'm doing yeah. what I love to do anyways. That's awesome. That's deep too. Like yeah. a lot of people tend to look at it that way, especially nowadays. It's kind of like how many followers how many likes right. how many right. shares and it's really like i'm just enjoying what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing. right <laughs> and, and the people around me like they don't understand that like yeah. it's like well, what, what do you mean nah because i have like i probably got like 40 songs mm -hmm. that i haven't dropped oh wow right so i just been building but the people hearing these songs like oh no you got to do this or you got to do that so you can get here or, mm -hmm. and i'm like if I get there, that's cool. But if I don't, I really don't care because right. I'm having fun when I go to the studio and make the music or when I'm writing. That's my therapy sessions. I'm wow. having I'm enjoying that. Yeah. So like if nothing came from it, I'm still going to do it anyways. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Do you feel like like money will take away that that from you a little bit like that? That fun part of it, like that, that therapy part of it. Do you feel like if you had to to rap for money, mm. would that take away if I, if I had to it. rap for money not the full joy but like but if I had to rap for money mm -hmm. just to get the money then yeah it definitely is gonna take that because now you're it's a job now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not you enjoying what you like to do wow now it's yeah. you've, you've made it a job yeah and yeah. I always see myself like getting into that this kind of industry we already know it's a lot of stuff going on behind them doors I don't know what's happening mm -hmm. but <laughs> I don't want no parts yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying like yeah. kind of like Cole where he's just like you don't really know what he's doing in his, yeah, in his personal yeah. life and all that stuff I didn't even know he was married to like oh really <laughs> not, <laughs> no. to not, to not too long ago when yeah. I found out I'm like I didn't I, know he had a kid I'm like, like I didn't even know he had a girlfriend yeah like, I thought he was just I didn't even know he had a kid so we he went on the ATM tour like the KOD tour mm -hmm. and we went to a show in um in Tampa and he was rapping um KOD and at the end of KOD, there was like a video he put on the screen of him, his wife, and his son. And I'm oh, like, he wow. has a kid. <laughs> this man is private. But okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and look at him. When you see him go out and perform in Crocs. Yeah. He has Crocs on his <laughs> socks. He doesn't care. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you got mm -hmm. a dude that's got a house worth of jewelry on, mm -hmm. on his neck. Yeah. Performing. It's like, which... Where you want to be? Yeah, I think I'm more on the croc side. Yeah, <laughs> right. You just want to be vibing and, and just, chilling, and, just chill and, and it's enjoying. Music it. and, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I like that. It's it's hard to be. Um, uh, it's hard in this world, especially right now with the with the way social media is set up, the way that um, everyone wants that like quick quick 
you know, fame, like let's hurry up, let's get famous, yeah. like do as many TikToks, do as many reels as you can, right. push, 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 so you can get seen and heard. And it's like, where's the fun in that? Like, right. I just want to create. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you you making it like yeah. a thing now. Like, yeah. oh, go, go, go. I, I don't want to do all I'm that. I'm about to take a day off. Y'all <laughs> could do the rat race. I just want to <laughs> sit here and write. Like, right. I see that. I see that. And um, I think that um, if you're, if you are. Like that money thing. Mm -hmm. I think money definitely is good, y'all. It's good to have it. Like it's good to have the the monet and the monetization and right. everything. Um, but at the same time, what is gonna drive? What is it gonna drive for you? Is it gonna drive you to try to get more money, or are you really right. gonna be pushing to help folk for real? Because I feel like, um, as a as an empath, you have no choice but to try to help people so when you're right. creating you're like also trying to help other people yeah. so is the money gonna pull you away from being I, empathetic I feel like no and i, oh, and I, and I feel okay. like my biggest thing with it is like if i was able to get these you know i'll just say rich or mm -hmm. whatever you want to say that's like one of my main things yeah, like yeah i yeah. think about all the time okay like, so it's reverse speaking. yeah okay I'm going straight to the streets yeah we're help some <laughs> yeah that's we're gonna, awesome we're gonna buy some moms some cars we gonna, you. Oh, yeah, okay gonna, all right so you feel like if you got the money you'll actually use it to do good oh for sure okay i, I already have a plan like my first thing i want to do is go back to my neighborhood mm -hmm. and buy as many houses as i can mm -hmm. and start putting families in them like fix them up because you know it's like run down and stuff like yeah, that so yeah. clean it up you know okay. make people feel good to go in their house and yeah. be on in their neighborhood yeah so you feel like um um that's me too <laughs> dang we're definitely pisces okay so that's me too because i feel like um like my mom she's a um she's a missionary so she goes to haiti and she takes food clothes anytime she comes back home like she was just here this past week and she's like, y'all got any clothes? Anything y'all want me to take to Haiti? And she went to a warehouse and she bought like big old boxes of like food and fruit and stuff to take back with her. But yeah, um, I wish I would have known. I got a box of sneakers. I'm trying to see. Dang. Okay. So I'll hit you up the next time she fly in right. <laughs> and I'll let you know. But um, that's what she does. She just takes stuff back. She built two churches there. Um, and then she also built two outhouses. Oh, okay. She built two outhouses out there as well. Um, where the people can go and get food, fresh water, like a hot plate of food, fresh water, um, to take showers and everything, wash their clothes and stuff like that. Are you super impressed by your mom? I, I, I feel like that's so cool. <laughs> my mom is a super woman. I love her mm -hmm. so much. I I want to. I strive to be more like her um, in in certain ways, mm -hmm. um, so that way you know we continue that legacy. But um, yeah, my mom is pretty. She's a super woman for sure. That's without a doubt. Like <laughs> shout, shout out to all the moms. Yes, all the all the single black mothers, yes. all the strong black women. Thank you guys so much for your strength and your resilience. Cause I would not be here without my mama. And me either. I would not. Um, but um one thing I did last year was start my um my nonprofit uh for uh, and it's called God, I'm, my brain is all over the place, y'all. <laughs> But I started my nonprofit and I gave back. It's called the Give Back Project. And um, we gave back to a homeless shelter here in Orlando because I was homeless before. And one of the things that um, I said, we were homeless for five years. And um, that testimony is coming soon, butterflies. Um, but I was homeless for, for five years with me and my sister. It was 11 of us in one hotel room. And we were homeless for five years. Wow. Yeah. We're going from hotel to hotel to hotel. I can tell you every hotel from Kissimmee 
to Altamont Springs. Wow. Yeah, because um, we lived we lived everywhere. Um, but uh, eleven of us in one little double room, and um, which a lot of people don't know that most of these hotels that y'all pass by every day, there are families in there. Um, yeah, there there are definitely families in there. Um, I definitely went through it. Mm-hmm. And um, we were out there and uh, looking like that. And one of the things we always told God was like. You take us out of this, you get us in a better spot. We're gonna give back. We, mm-hmm. We're gonna give. You've humbled us to the point to where we have no choice but to give back, and that was where the name Give Back Project came from. Because I was like, I always told the Lord, I'm going to give back, so I want to give back. And I definitely want to be involved. Thank next you. time you um, yeah. whenever you're doing something, I appreciate that. Just hit me up. I'm, I'm in. I'm in there. Okay, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things, and um, I don't make money like that. Um, right. Of course, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make money like that. <laughs> but um, I give back when I can. And that was just the most beautiful thing. God bless you with a wonderful team of people this last holiday season. These girls were, ama- when I say amazing, shout out to my volunteers from the Christmas program. You guys did an amazing job. Like they made me cry because um, I was like, I ran out of money and I really couldn't get the things that I wanted to get. And then they show up and they have boxes of stuff for these women. And I'm like, yeah. God, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll God, <laughs> you blessed me. So I feel you when you say that going back and giving back to the community if you had it, because Lord knows if I had it. Yeah. Boy. And you know, you know, what really um just struck me just now mm-hmm. is um you said it humbled you. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, you know, every like people go through stuff, but they don't always look at it in that manner. Oh, no. And, and the Ooh. things I've been through. <clears throat> Instead of oh pointing fingers or mm-hmm. it's this person fault or mm. why is this happening to me? It's, mm. it's always like humbled me. Yeah. And know like now that I'm in my my spot now, I'm like, it, it don't matter how it's looking on this. I'm so happy because mm. I was just like you in in those hotels. Yeah. And you know, like when you go, <laughs> I'm telling you, if anybody's going through that, been through that, you know, it's like it's, it's, it humbles. It you. will humble you. Yeah, hum- and, and especially in your situation, yeah. like eleven, eleven sh- people sharing one bathroom, mm-hmm. one room. Some of us on the bed, some of us on the floor. Just, it I was we it, had to make, make it work. It, making it work. We yeah. had to make it work. And plus, we had. And this and, 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 the and, and now that you have like your own space mm-hmm. and your thing, don't it just feels so it's good. Good. They have the clothes. Y'all don't understand the. Because some of you guys probably never experienced homelessness or know how that feels, but to have a door, (laughs) (laughs) to have a door and you can close that door, right? Top tier. I'm telling you, have a bathroom. Yes, your own bathroom. Oh, top tier. It's those little things. One thing I used to cry about. I'm not gonna kid you. I used to cry about God. I want my own driveway. When we pulled in that drive, I was like, "Yo, we got a driveway." (laughs) <laughs> we oh got a driveway because I hated parking in those parking lots. Everybody yo. else going in about yeah. anything else. She said that driveway. That driveway. I knew he would do it. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's running around looking at the rooms and like, I got my room and everybody's looking at the kitchen and everything. Like, we got a full kitchen, but I'm just like the driveway, Lord. Oh the God. driveway. It small oh, it's it's the little things. Yeah, little it things is the little. You. Things that bring so much joy. And um, I was just like, wow, Lord, that driveway. Because if y'all don't know anything about hotel life, you parking in them oh, parking no. spots. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's 
that and you can never find a good spot and then sometimes you gotta park on all the way on the other end and right. walk all the way to the other side of the hotel so when I was like Lord we just got a little driveway I was just pulling up in that thing I was so I <laughs> <laughs> got a driveway <laughs> so yes it humbled it humbled us ma- majorly we came from living in um, we came from living in uh, West Palm and having everything to having nothing Oh, and seeing us. Yeah. yeah. So it was a big shock for us, a mm-hmm. big adjustment for us. Oh, my God, eating great value? Us? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, great value? Hey, what? <laughs> what is great cap- value? No. Get Captain Crunch. You got the uh, crunch crunch things. <laughs> you know, like the big old bag of cereal? Like, what am I doing? What is that? What is that? Like, the sugar, even the sugar was like, great value sugar? No, you better give me that Domino's. Like, what are you doing? And the messed up thing, everybody look at the parent. Yeah, like. What is this? What is this? What kind of juice is this? A hotel. A hotel. What are we doing? But yeah, nah, man. It was was definite definite humbling situation for Mm -hmm. us. And God definitely took us from. Because sometimes he has to sit you down. Sometimes he has to make you see yeah. where you came from and be grateful for it and, and retrain your mind to see life in a completely different way to be kinder, be softer, be nicer. Yeah. And I'm grateful that it happened when it did. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful for him and what he's done with, with it. But butterflies, y'all going to get that story very soon. Oh, I can't very wait to soon. tune into that yeah. one. <laughs> y'all going to get that story very soon because it's, it's definitely a story. It's definitely a story. So, um, uh, oh, let me see how much time we got left. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, got a little bit of time. got a little bit of time. Okay. Would you like to freestyle? Freestyle? Uh, mm. <laughs> it's, it's okay if you don't. Oh, no, nah, I ain't going to do it. You ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to do it just because I ain't like... If I if I freestyle and then I start messing up, I'm be like, ah, uh, I can't take that back. <laughs> right? Yeah, there ain't no eraser. Erase that, erase that. All right, okay, I hear you, I hear you. I was gonna have you. That was like, let me ask him. Let me be nice. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. Came in here already. I'm gonna came. Hey yo. Next time, next time, I got you. Next time, I got you. Next time, if I host the cipher, I definitely got you on there because I'm thinking about doing something like that very soon. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Yes, yes, yes. Do you feel like um hold on before I before I close. Do you feel like there is anything that you can if you had to tell your younger self, like you had to sit your younger self down, what would you tell your younger self? I would tell them just be yourself and mm-hmm. don't worry about, you know, your surroundings or what's going on right now yeah worry about just worry care about you because yeah. I feel like as a kid I was like so concerned with what my mom was dealing with Ooh. you know like oh. you know mom are you okay mom what's yeah. going on mom's sad I'm sad or you know oh, stuff yeah. like that or even too like being around your friends the people around you will influence you you, the, you know that company you keep that's who you'll become right you know I feel like I was like you know, just caught up, caught up in, in street stuff and stuff just, yeah, just, just, just caught up. And I feel like if I could tell myself that, like, just be yourself, where we care, love yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one too. love yeah. yourself. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we we think we do, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> not be, enough. Being, yeah, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Beat yourself up way too much. Yeah, definitely. Way too much, way too much. So you would definitely speak speak those words into your younger self. Alrighty. 
yes. Indigo Keys, y'all. That Thank love. you for having yeah. me. I appreciate it. No I, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. Okay. And now, and then now I really want to rap. <laughs> now you really want to rap? Okay, don't man, I'll say it now. <laughs> I'll drop the beat. <laughs> stop playing. Let me stop playing. But no, nah, um, it was definitely fun having you on. Thank you. I'm glad you had a good time. I had a great time. Awesome. I love being on here. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna be blowing her up now. Yeah. Oh, like, hey, on the next yeah. episode. On the next episode coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. Is there anything that you would like to tell the butterflies? Any encouraging words? Anything you want to give um, them? Be yourself. Um, and just know that there's a higher power. And your, your road is already mapped out. He's going to get you there. You'll be all right. That's right. That's right. He has a plan for your life. And that he is right there with you. Okay. Uh, all right, y'all. Love my friends. My friends the ball. Oh my God. Okay, awesome. So uh, once again, this is Indigo Keys. Yes. You can find him on Instagram at Indigo Keys on all platforms. And I also do have I have three albums dropping this year. Okay, I was just about to get to you. Any okay. new music, any new updates? Yes. All right, go for it. Um new videos. I would say probably in the next two months, I'm going to drop about four videos. Okay, all right. Um, and definitely three albums dropping okay. this year. All right, sir. Look at yes, you. Yes. yes, he said he got him in the vault, so he's ready already, y'all. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to stay ready so you don't have to <laughs> get, get ready. ready. Hey, thank you, April, for that. I'm going to shout her out this whole episode. <laughs> we love you. Sure. We love you. Um, girl, yeah. Yes. So today we're going to go ahead and close out with a quote from you guys already know my guy, Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, the picture that we have of ourselves, our self-concept will always determine how we respond to life. And the verse from today is um, based off resilience and it's based um, and it's in the um, book of James chapter one, verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test. He will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. All right, butterflies. I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to follow my boy Indigo Keys on all, on all, all sounding, all music oh, oh, oh. playing, <laughs> all sounding, all music playing platforms. He's also on YouTube. You can find him everywhere and also on Instagram at Indigo Keys. Alrighty, guys, you already know butterflies what to do. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next time. And what do we do, butterflies? Always fly high. All right, see you next time. <laughs>